I'm your inner dream monologue and you're fast asleep. So I'll be quick. Great job using the Colgate Optic White Overnight Teeth Whitening Pen before bed. When used as directed, it gives you a visibly whiter smile in just seven days. So while I fly and talk to animals, you're removing teeth stains with ease. Sweet dreams. And when you wake up, keep on living life to the brightest. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing... The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Coming to you live from my Costa del Sol apartment, I am Brooklyn's Ed here with the Final Fantasy podcast, and we are allowed to have people over these days in these COVID times, and with me in the apartment is my co-host Adam H. Adam, how are you? I'm doing good. Well, is it okay that I'm just in my swimsuit right now? I just have on a ridiculously long pair of shorts that go way past my knees all the way down and then no shirt. That's the whole thing, right? That's exactly. It is very like early to mid 2000s swim style. Let me tell you. Really? I mean, those, those swim trunks could not have been longer had we tried. They were basically a set of full pants. (laughs) <laughs> I mean like if you had pants that zipped off into shorts the shorts yeah, would be shorter that would be like business shorts. casual like you could get away with that if, <laughs> with, with that yeah you like, could wear them um like in a in like a religious institution I think oh, be long yeah. enough to qualify 100% without question yeah uh, uh, well uh, you know uh, he could certainly Cisne on the other hand is out here in the skimpiest yeah the tiniest shorts game. you've ever seen oh my goodness those things barely go down at all yeah 
I mean, welcome to women's fashion, where, like, basically you got to have your shorts in your crotch. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't have a ton of takes on women's fashion. Set. I, it's not my particular area of expertise, but uh, they went for it on in this chapter at Costa del Sol. Glad to be yes. glad to be back in Costa del Sol. Nice relaxing vibes. We almost rarely get attacked by a whole bunch of things coming out of the water and we barely ever have to use umbrellas as weapons. So like great <laughs> vacation. Really good. Vacation. 10 out of 10. Yeah, I'd yeah, go back. It, in the scheme of uh by the, by you know, by the standards of the world of mm -hmm. Midgar and beyond, pretty good. Well, and I, I was a little worried that when you sent me there, again, in this very very skimpy swimsuit that you had me put on, I was worried that um uh, you just were just putting me out to pasture, that I was just done. I would just have to be out there. Um, and then I got viciously attacked by a lot of people, so that made me even think more of it. But now now we're back here, and, and, we're, and we're good to go. So there you go. Good yeah. for us. And you get to fight with a giant peach umbrella. Yeah, uh, is that an appeal? Was that a was that uh, do people like that? Was that Remember uh, I told you you'd get to fight with a new weapon this week? Yeah, uh <laughs> I'm out on the new weapon. I'm I'm Yeah, it's absolutely ridiculous. It makes, makes no, no sense. sense. It truly makes no sense. Uh an umbrella that big like I can barely handle an umbrella when it's like raining really hard and like there's a big umbrella, you know, because uh, it gets caught in the in the wind and it, you know, goes off. I'm not a big umbrella guy. Also, I always leave my umbrella places like I, I don't I hate bringing umbrellas. I lost so many umbrellas in college. It wasn't even funny. I was, you know, bring umbrellas. I'd leave them in a room, leave them over on by the side and then I'd forget they're there because I'm not used to having an umbrella. And so here we are. But imagine if I could just whoop some ass with the umbrella as we took it out you know just like pick the umbrella out of the out of the beach and just started absolutely destroying people who uh just come up from the water like a scooby-doo style like scuba divers here out of the scuba-doo sco oh scuba-doo uh out from the wall just out of nowhere i don't know um at least i kind of understood that part of the story <laughs> so mm -hmm. that's huge we love a vacation some time has passed uh and uh you know here we are are you a big beach person Zed? do you like going to the beach no you're out on all. beaches what it what of what part of the beaches are you out on i mean i uh <laughs> not to make another star wars reference oh, no. oh it's not i mean it's you know the sand gets everywhere um but uh i don't love sand but also, I do not have the um, these the skin chemistry for for being friends with the sun. Ah, um, okay. What a weird way. I to burn that. Yeah. very very easily, uh, mm -hmm. and then it'll turn into a tan. But first, I have to be a tomato for a day. Yeah. Um, and no matter how much sunscreen I put on, if I'm actively going to a sunny place, uh, I'm I'm fighting for my life. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I enjoy I, swimming. I enjoy okay. being in the water. Um, but sitting on a beach is, is not a good time for me. Okay. Uh, what about like doing things on a beach? Like you, are you like a volleyball person? Like a, like some spike ball maybe in there? No, well, no. Same no. problems. No, same. Pro okay. <laughs> still sun, still right. sand. Okay. I only out, want the surf part. Out on the sun. You just want water. You know, you sun, just want surf, sand cool. or whatever. Just uh -huh. like, no, I only want the water. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I too am very anti-sand, but I love like a good beach activity, you know? You could be okay. fun out there. I also am a, a very much an advocate of no sunscreen, just burn once a year. The first time you don't give me this look, Zed. This is a very I I have said this take so many times. No sunscreen, you burn once a year the first time you go out in the sun. 
Uh, I am nearing the point in because it's getting hotter out here. I'm nearing the point where I'm ready to have my annual burn. I and, think you already <laughs> had it. You had a burn line from your bangs on the podcast. The yeah, last that's time true. We that's true. I did go. I did. I did play golf, and there was you know, it, but that was like a mini burn. That wasn't like a big burn. I need to have like a good burn where I'm just like out there for a while, like a burn that peels, you know? Because I, uh-huh. I didn't like peel at all that, that last okay, time. Okay. Well, just, I know. hope you enjoy your future skin cancer. Well, but then after you peel then it gets tan for the rest of the summer that's, that's the, not the point that well, doesn't <laughs> listen said we're all gonna go someday and yeah sooner know. rather than later probably well i you know there's <laughs> there's jokes to be made there but uh not on this podcast uh okay only one chapter this week pretty pretty light week save for the uh missions that i did at the save point we, let's just start with the missions okay start sure. with the missions and with the story um the missions were basically all you walk around and fight things and that's it and that's the missions yeah that's what missions are yeah uh that was uh, the entirety of the story of the missions i would love to be able to tell you that there was some kind of through line or some kind of narrative with these missions maybe there were um but i like hopped around quite a bit i that being said i did quite a few of them i posted a screenshot of my percentage which first of all made me feel terrible you just did not need to tell me that it was only five percent done after i had just been grinding for like an hour and a half doing missions (laughs) and they're like oh five percent it's like what how in the world could anyone possibly complete this uh it's just just ridiculous stuff i did so many missions that and it's only five percent maybe they round down well to your credit i think actually hadn't you done like you'd done oh you said maybe you would do 7.5 percent by the end right 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 yeah i, uh, I was trying is... to give you a little more credit than than was due um seven because i was telling still... you yeah oh, that i was uh... at 75 percent completion i am now at 90 percent completion and by the time this podcast drops i will have finished the missions how how many hours will oh, you have spent in these missions because like so many i i'd literally spent so long doing these missions and it just it had to hit me where it hurts and just five percent five percent yeah because there are so many missions oh my god i have to i have to do the same amount of mission i just did 19 more times just to get to 100 that's ridiculous there's just no way i'm ever gonna do that i mean you definitely don't have to and and shouldn't i won't yeah no it'll never happen i still think the 7.5 percent line is a really good over under because it's basically like will i do any more missions i don't know yeah Uh, will you do like another 15 missions or something i think is the question so many <laughs> 15 they're not even i mean they are kind of short but like they're not they're not that short like you still have to go around and fight like two three four things every time like every mission is multiple fights sometimes there's chests. sometimes i ignore the chest and just go to the thing to fight at the end because i want to be done with the mission and they uh, get longer <laughs> Oh my god. And they got harder too. I actually died for the first time in, in a mission. I don't I was not really paying attention on how to differentiate the like difficulty. I know there's like stars around there, but mm-hmm. basically once I finished one, I just went to the one below it and the next one. That's yeah. It. They don't I, ramp up in difficulty for a while, really. Yeah. And not in any noticeable way. Yeah. Um, and kind of as you're doing them, since you're also like getting stuff and leveling up, I would say none of them were difficult for me until i was at like five or six stars and you're certainly nowhere near that yet so they will probably never be difficult for you because you won't get that far 
That's the dream. I well, and I do think I actually had one that uh, I do think I had one that was five stars because I died on one of them, but it was mainly because uh, I didn't want to use any items <laughs> while I was in there because I was like, if I'm using my items to survive this thing where I'm getting items, what are we doing here? Um, and also, they won't really let you heal outside of combat like they did in seven, unless I don't know how to do that. Other than yeah, you absolutely items. can do that. Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to pretend like you can and just make the game slightly harder for myself because I feel like I haven't done that enough in this playthrough, whereas I did that all the time in Final Fantasy seven uh, Remake. So I like to make the game a little bit hard for myself without actually doing any more work or obtaining any other benefits. So mm-hmm. um, we love that. So those are the missions. I did more of them. Uh, you should be proud. Five percent. I I am proud of you. Um, yeah. I will tell you. I just pulled up my game to check, and my current total playtime is a little over forty three hours. I mean, and probably at least two thirds of that is missions. That is absurd. Those are yeah. those are absurd numbers. I think yeah. I, I I couldn't tell you exactly. It's what not I'm a at, good but... choice. I'm not no. arguing in favor of my decisions. Yeah, I think I'm in like somewhere around the six to eight mark, but I couldn't I couldn't exactly tell you where. Maybe I'll check that in in my next uh, when I play again. But it's not a high number because it's like roughly an hour per chapter, give or take, plus whatever time I'm using on missions. So yeah, I think eight hours in, I was still sitting in chapter three somewhere <laughs> doing no. missions. That's absurd. That is just truly absurd. Um, okay, let's talk about this uh, beach vacation that we get sent on here. So we're in Costa del Sol. What a fun, what a fun time. What a fun place. I already mentioned the shorts. I have more thoughts on the clothing this chapter because there's just so much of it there. So we're wearing ridiculously long shorts. We're like, oh, having a, having a good time sitting out on the beach. What could possibly go wrong? Um, well, I'll tell you what could possibly go wrong is we get scuba divers out from the beach that come up. Uh, more uh, more Genesis copies. What else is new? There's so many Genesis copies everywhere. It's just it's just ridiculous. Um, I'll, I'll go on a longer rant about Genesis later, but we fight more Genesis copies for the first of a million times this chapter. Um, and we do it shirtless with a, an umbrella, as we said yeah. before. The umbrella is weirdly effective in this particular situation. Uh, we're very good at using the umbrella. Um, the problem was that the enemies just kept reappearing from the ocean. There was a nonstop flood of them, literally. Yeah, this that just was came very in. frustrating to me in when I was experiencing it. I was like, okay, I got them all. And then more would just materialize out of thin air. And I was like, well, that doesn't even make any sense. Yeah. Like, why are there 20 of these that are coming in single file from underneath the ocean? (laughs) In waves, yeah. Why? Uh, Literally, waves. Wrong kind of waves, not the waves I like. Oh, yeah, okay, we do We do like those waves. Maybe we could just go surf and, and avoid them. You know what? This was a missed opportunity for a surfing minigame. That's all I'm going to say. We could have been surfing away from these losers, but instead we had to fight them with an umbrella. So yeah, I'm just that's saying. That's what this game needs is more minigames. Better minigames, like surfing. <laughs> that would have been fun, you know? That would have been fun surfing. Oh, yeah, you liked the snowboarding in the original FF7, didn't you? Yeah, because I was good at it. Yeah, that tracks, okay. I <laughs> Anything with, like, actual hand-eye coordination i'm a huge fan of that's like the <laughs> that's the one thing i have <laughs> um, okay except that's exactly what the 20 materia pickup is and you hated that game rightfully so it's terrible no but the, there's no story there that was just an idiot dropping materia all over town <laughs> and be like hey you you big dumb idiot go pick this up uh uh-huh. that was just so dumb 
this was i i just want to surf said have you ever surfed before i don't think i could ever get up on a surfboard no i would love to learn i've wanted to learn since i was a kid and i i have never even gotten to take a lesson but i would love it my problem is that when i was very young i saw the what was the movie where the girl had her leg bitten off by a shark and was like Uh, i know what you're talking about yeah uh was carrie underwood in that movie am i am i making things up here uh, i'm <laughs> okay. gonna try and find out you keep talking uh yeah I, I just don't think i could i don't think i would like if a shark bit off my leg while surfing like the risk to reward does not seem appropriate there um but it feels just like a very fun life if you could just be hanging out on those because i also love boats and being on water so there you go okay we're fighting off people with uh umbrellas sang shows up cisne shows up um, not sure what to make of Cisne this uh this game yet. She has been doing very little, um, but was also like on vacation with us here, more or less. Or maybe she was showing up as a work function. Um, but she was dressed in like a very scantily clad bikini. So I don't know. Yeah, there's a cutscene you get sometimes in the DMW where uh Zach is like being sent to Costa del Sol on leave or whatever. Um, and Cisne's like, oh, yeah, my manager told me to go take some vacation. I'm going to Costa del Sol, too. And Zach's like, it wasn't my manager who said to go. And she's like, just go, Zach. Like, stop. Um, So, yeah, they're hanging out in Costa del Sol. Yeah, they're chilling. Uh, Potential love interest there? Probably not. Uh, You know, Zach's heart seems to be taken for somebody else who I'm sure it's going to work out between the two of them. So there we go. Um, But there's important news because Sang shows up and he's like, hey, um guess what there's more genesis copies attacking places and I, to be honest with you i never could have guessed that because <laughs> that really took me by surprise that there were more genesis copies attacking places i would have never known um but this time they're in junon uh another uh another place that i remember from the original final fantasy 7 not from remake we didn't get their remake but the original final fantasy 7 the uh the the place with the rocket but not rocket town um the uh i guess it's not even a rocket what is it like a like a tank the big uh big big cannon situation there whatever junon fortified city we're in there genesis copies attacking so we immediately get over to junon i love how we do not focus on the travel in this game when that was such a crucial part of the original final fantasy 7 how we got from place to place was everything and now it is nothing we just black screen oh we're in junon hope you had fun getting there um <laughs> and all of our stuff is there we go on we're we're in the streets we're fighting zed you're not even gonna believe what we fight on the streets of junon tell me genesis copies no way no way we're <laughs> we're fighting more genesis copies um and there we go there's so many genesis copies just everywhere they're attacking and uh we're starting to get a different read of the situation maybe Maybe Genesis is not dead, but rather just still degrading, uh, as as the word was using, uh, as as the game was using rather. Um, and we're fighting more Genesis copies. Perfect. We're going along the streets. We're trying to, you know, we're, we're trying to save people. It is uh, at this point, as it was pointed out to me, we do have the Buster Sword in our possession from Angeal, and up at the top right, the game is just mocking me because it says buster sword proficiency and it gives a percentage and i could not for the life of me figure out how to increase this from zero percent to any Mm. other percentage i am i'm not even remotely proficient in the i might as well have an umbrella (laughs) out there uh for how bad i am at using this buster sword i have no idea what i'm doing and yet somehow it works out totally fine because we're able to wield it literally perfectly and use all the materia on it and have it be no problem so 
I, how do I become proficient in this buster sword? So I will say this is something you don't get a trophy for. So I have not really bothered with. I think my buster sword proficiency is at like three something percent. Oh. Um, it goes up really, really slowly. Uh, for I know on the PlayStation, the controls are you have to press square and X at the same time, which is the the le- left and bottom buttons. So whatever that is for you on the computer. Um and uh, what's X for you? What's the I, button you use to interact with stuff? Uh, e. Oh, that's confusing. I don't know what the, the corresponding buttons are then. Yeah. Um, it's like E. But there's two buttons. Right click is huge. Sometimes <laughs> T and Y are used for like, summons. and. Uh, I've never been a PC gamer, so I don't know how to tell you what the times. corollary buttons are. Um, but you press two buttons at the same time to get yourself into the buster sword stance, um, which means you're automatically guarding and then you press it again to do an attack. Mm. Uh, and then you have to put yourself back in the buster sword stance and do an attack. And there's like three catchphrases and he's going to say one of them every single time. Uh, so it's (laughs) really tiresome and I have not found it useful. Um, our friend EPLP is a big advocate of the Buster Sword proficiency, but that has just not been how I've played the game. What and does it I get me? Say, is there like a benefit here? You'd have to ask him because I don't have it. Let me know. Anyone who's listening, I guarantee someone knows the answer to I'm this. I'm sure so. Mike also knows, yeah. but I also know that Mike ha- didn't do it either. Oh, okay. So I feel fine about this staying in zero then because I'm just, I'll tell you right now, I the Buster stay unless like... This is a, a sexy stance that we get to go into and like really, you know, work the work the glutes and and whatever. Like I'm not interested in this Buster Sword stance. Or if it's a dance, maybe I could be down. Buster Sword dance. Buster Sword dance. I'd be into a sword dance. Okay. But that's it's not that's not what it is. But it could be. What if we did our own sword dance set with umbrellas? Okay. Okay. Let's both bring an umbrella to the podcast next week, and, and we can do a sword dance. That'll be great for the listeners. No, no, no. We'll we'll post a video. <laughs> we'll, we'll, it'll be fine. Yeah, it'll, people will like it. Uh, I. It, <laughs> uh, okay, so we have the Buster Sword. We're killing Genesis clones. Um, what else is new? Uh, I will say this is my strategy. This particular chapter was every time I got to a save point, I did two missions. That was every okay. time. Every time we got to a save point, just did two missions. Um, it got to the point at the end where I was dreading getting to save points, but it, you know, it, the wow. process was that good. Remarkable to me because my problem is every time I got to a save point, if there were missions available, I get distracted doing the missions. Oh my god! And that's how I go hours without playing any of the actual game. No, that is my nightmare. Um, we keep going. We're on the lower streets. We're trying to find Genesis, and we're also trying to find Hollander. There's a whole, you know, whole whole situation going on here. Um, that we keep going through the streets, through the streets. Uh, we're not just fighting Genesis copies, though. Credit to the game. They are more creative than just Genesis copies over and over again. Sometimes we fight robots. Uh, and so uh, there you go. Sometimes we had robots. We had little crab robots, scorpion robots, little support robots. Little. Uh, they do love crustaceous creatures yeah. as robots. Yeah. Maybe if I were designing robots, I simply wouldn't design them as fish. Like, I don't know. <laughs> uh that's just a thought i don't know maybe i wouldn't maybe that's maybe that's not how i would design them but who am i i i'm no scientist i'm no ro- robot roboticist is that a word robotics i, I feel something? like ro- roboticist might be a word i don't know I don't my know. only point of reference is dr christian hubicki professor of robotics mm, is he a roboticist 
He might be. I've oh. never heard him use that word. Okay. Which well, doesn't mean he's not, but. Yeah, I haven't heard him talk a ton. Although I am caught up in Survivor for like the first time that we've ever podcasted oh, congratulations. on this day, Well, so. Christian Hubicki was on the recap for last week's episode. Oh, I'm not even remotely close to caught up in Survivor <laughs> podcast. I'm just saying I'm caught up on the show. Um, I don't anyway, know if I could you can check be. out Christian Hubicki over on RHAP, our sister network, if that yeah. is something you're interested yeah, in. Yeah. You want to hear more about robots. A little little uh, mid-pod plug for a pod that neither of us are on. <laughs> I love it. Uh, we should just start plugging random podcasts. That would be... No, no, no. Like you gotta pay me for that well i mean are they uh, well okay i don't know is christian paying you like you're you on no. are you on the payroll oh okay no. all right relax what if he well, i mean what if he was though <laughs> that would be so well, what if he was maybe you could be technically a roboticist if you're paid by a roboticist i don't think that's how that works Assistant all right we're off the rails we're yeah. gonna take a quick break uh so that the podcast can get paid and we will be right back Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At ChumbaCasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there i can tell you about my favorite place to have fun chumba casino they have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus and we are back. Uh, theoretically, we're talking about Chapter 6 of Crisis Core. Yeah, theoretically is a great way to describe it. Um, we keep walking along the streets. Uh, we're attacked by more Genesis copy, uh, copies. Some of them are more difficult than others. They have uh, blades. Some of them do. They're kind of fast or, and they're moving around all over the place. But nothing very difficult 
throughout this as we go along the streets. It was just annoying. There were so many times where it was like, all right, progress down the street. And then five times along one street, the same copy would just pop out of nowhere and be like, here you go. We're time to time to fight. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, there you go. Uh, there's also chess just all over the place, but. Then we're in it. We're in the central tunnel. We're trying to clear this place, uh, you know, uh, strict instructions to make sure all the civilians are fine. We got to take care of people, but we also got to find Hollanders. So we get into the tunnels and what should there be but another big boss robot fight? Uh, I could not tell you the design of this particular robot because um, this is going to be a weird, a weird pull. The, the weird robot with the baby head doll from Toy Story, uh, yeah. is basically the vibes I was getting here. Um, hey. there was like a weird thing on the end. I always try to attack it from behind cause it was, that was where you could get the criticals, but then it yep. also just spit out a bunch of little support robots mm-hmm. that were number one, very annoying, but also number two, very easy to kill. Cause you just hit them with lightning one time and they're dead. Yeah. Um, but they also like moved quickly. I missed so many lightning attacks. I don't understand why really? those are not just, like targeted. Yeah. I think I was on like a bad, um, like a bad rotation. Like I would click it and then they would move right as it was like being shot mm. and fired. And so uh, like I, some of the uh, spells are kind of honed in, like they they'll follow if they move. And then some of them, I've had this happen with the, the blizzard attack before too, where I would hit it and then they would move, but it falls under the place where it was originally going to fall. And so um, if you're like me and you're just spamming lightning over and over again, if you can get on a kind of a bad rotation of you're hitting it every time they move and then you have to wait there like an idiot. But then when you're waiting, they hit you with something and it interrupts your lightning. So you can't even hit it again. Um, there you go. So, uh, and then fully embracing the tactical strategy of saving the, they're not limit breaks. They're whatever they are, the abilities until whatever the baddie is, is using some kind of ability. So we have that kind of ability bar of a hundred percent, 75%, 25% stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, to lower that because basic attacks do almost nothing in terms of that bar. Like it, you know, maybe you can get it down to 75%, but if you hit it with like one big thing, uh, it'll go down really, really quickly. So there you go. This one wasn't super hard. Just another random fight while we are chasing Hollander. It got very frustrating that Hollander seems to just own this place and it set up little traps around Junon out of nowhere. It'd be like, we're chasing him. He's also somehow ridiculously fast. Like before the other thing I'm, I'm just going to say it. Why are we chasing Hollander in multiple places across multiple chapters? Like, we didn't we do this? Didn't we literally just do this? Didn't we just we did chase it in Hollander? the Shinra building? Yeah, like why are we uh, again? Like, how does he have complete control over Junon? And then he would just like sneakily walk through a door with his little <laughs> Hollander self, and then it'd be like, oh, luckily I placed this big boss fight right here behind this door that I'm gonna conveniently open just as you arrive. Um. How, like, we should be so capable of catching Hollander. It's not even funny. This guy cannot even, this guy couldn't even wield an umbrella if he had to. Like, there's, there's <laughs> nothing here for him. Um, and so we kill the, we kill, we kill the robots. What else is new? Uh, you know, more little robots and we keep, we keep fighting. We keep going. We keep going. We keep going. Now we are along upper streets. We're, we're up in the place because Hollander's trying to, that's right. Hollander's trying to get away. He's trying to be in that airport. He's trying to he's trying to get out of here, trying to escape. And we mm-hmm. can't let that happen. So we're in the upper streets. And then we play another little mini game up here of let's be on the streets and count how many baddies you can stop from going uh, <laughs> in a game of effed up space invaders. Like I, I, like, I don't even understand 
what this was. We just had to keep running into things and then fight them and then run into more things and fight yeah, them. Yeah, don't let them get past you. Yeah. What? Why? What do you mean don't let them get past us? We can move further away. Like, what are the... What are these? <laughs> and this happened 30 times. Like, 30 different baddies I had to kill along this one street that kept showing up. Um, this was, it was just, it was just relentless as this would keep coming up. You know, we'd get to like the 10th one and I was like, oh, okay, I'm really cute. You know, keeping the town safe. Good for me. You know, putting in a lot of, putting in work for the people, unpaid position, you know, uh, keep going. We get to, you know, 15, 17, 20. I'm like, wow, I'm, I'm really doing a lot of work here to save these people. Uh, better get some appreciation. Um, 23 25 how long is this gonna last the why do you have to do it so many times the walkthrough literally says as far as we can tell 30 total enemies must be eliminated here before you can proceed 30 um, we love we love it as far as we can tell in a walkthrough yeah i have to imagine that every single person that has ever played this iteration is like you know what? Once they let me move on, I am going to move on. Like you cannot even show me the person that's willing to sit here and fight more of them if they were to let you. And I understand that you might be that person, but uh, boy, once we, once I get, once they let me get away, I could not get out of there fast enough. I hope, you know what? I hope there were 30 more that came and caused more destruction. That is my hope <laughs> because you know what? It's not all on me to do everything. We have an entirety of Shinra there uh, saying, didn't do anything saying is just standing there also we have random soldiers that are i, I don't know shinra is useless i i am the only functioning thing within shinra and that is saying a lot because i am barely functioning here as adam so we're uh -huh. using umbrellas that's, that's how that's how bad it's getting um but we keep going we keep going we keep going we keep going it doesn't uh -huh. stop it never stops uh you know we uh it just never stops. We just keep going and we keep fighting. We're, we're still trying to find Hollander. Um, and then we get, uh, we get what? Another, uh, another boss fight. Because we also we get a little more interaction with Cisne. Like there's a, a growing development of a relationship with her. Yeah. Uh, like, Zach, uh, you're, you're flirting all over the place. Uh, is that, I mean, uh, well, uh, you know, is Cisne more attractive than Aerith? I don't know. I important mean, questions i think it's an unfair comparison given the level of investment we have in Aerith over the course of several previous games personally yeah, i feel like that's a very pointed personally there well you seem to be questioned your face I, says eh, i don't know about that so I'm i don't saying, know for me okay for me. um mm -hmm. that was a taskmaster reference for no one listening to this podcast mm -hmm. that's fine mm -hmm. um is Cisne attractive? Sure. But we don't know her. Oh, so you're all about the emotional attraction, Zed. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes, Adam. So sorry. Wow, that was even more pointed than before. Yes, that one was pointed. Oh, my goodness. Okay, well, you know what? Uh, at, at the end of the podcast, once we get to Chapter 10 or whatever, we'll we'll have an updated attractiveness rankings of, oh of this God. particular game. I don't know. I'm just saying, Cisne's been here more than Aerith. Aerith is focused on a stupid wagon uh, way back in nowhere, and she doesn't even want to build it herself. She's like, can you okay, build well, this Okay, well, way me, back in nowhere is in Midgar, first of all. Yeah, but in the, the Sector 5 slums or whatever, she is a ridiculously powerful powerful magic user that doesn't want to help 
I don't understand. She's running a small business. No, she's not. There's no, <laughs> there's no small business happening. She needs a wagon that she can't even build. We're running her small business. We're financing her small business. She's, uh, if anything, she's running her small business into the ground. Uh, <laughs> wow. She's not doing anything. Uh, she's so she's so powerful. I, okay, I'm just so upset that I cannot play as other characters in this game because Zach is. Yeah, see, you so want to be her. That's the problem. I want her to be with me, Zach. That is that's the problem. Sis, at least Sisne is there. She's showing up. She's doing stuff. <laughs> she's Air- on vacation. Yeah, but she's chipping in. She's not on vacation when we're in Junon. <laughs> she's involved she's a present figure in our lives uh-huh. whereas Aerith is just back there oh, build my wagon yeah. <laughs> whoa 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 Aerith is trying to stay away from Shinra for understandable reasons okay but like also she's flirting with us and wanted to but we're Shinra yeah that's I think a bad choice on her part okay well uh, agreed <laughs> so so we're settled okay <laughs> um oh my god where where even were we this is a this chapter is a disaster oh we're fighting another uh fish like robot um scorpion guess, yeah you think just, scorpions like a fish i think it's fish like because i think scorpion has like lobster qualities you know the hardened shell yeah but a, a tail okay <laughs> okay <laughs> fish likes that fish like qualities not to me a scorpion is much more like an an insect or a lizard than it is like a fish a lizard oh i i think i'm out on the lizard comparison the tail part makes me think more lizard than fish what kind of lizard has a tail like a scorpion what kind of fish has a tail like a scorpion kind of a lobster a A a lobster tail is like a scorpion tail i similar in quality lizard tails aren't the okay wait are lizard tails the ones that like fall off if they get scared what am i thinking of there's a, there's well, a... i think newts can lose their tails and yeah. grow them okay that that is wild stuff we had to take i thought newts or maybe anoles is, is some, another name we had to we so we had to like keep uh care of them in like fourth grade we had to like keep one or whatever and then we brought it back and mine lost his tail and i was like what <laughs> what happened but then it like grows it back it's like fine doesn't hurt but i don't like i don't know it's a weird situation uh-huh anyway uh we're fighting a scorpion uh which i not the first time that we have fought a scorpion in the universe of final fantasy uh and this one as well had a tail laser that really uh messed you up big time um, yeah, this one is specifically right called the prototype guard scorpion. Mm. Um, so this is like the precursor, the ancestor of the scorpion sentinel that you fight at the first reactor in Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, uh, this wasn't a particularly challenging fight. Like, I don't think I ever got close to to dying per se. It just took a while. It felt mm-hmm. like even though I was doing good damage to it most of the time, it didn't have any like weaknesses, so I couldn't like overextend there. Um, I got pretty good at like, you know, getting around to the backside and attacking that tail. But every time I did that, it would shoot up an EM field or whatever. And I just got shoved back and dealt a ton of damage. Like I couldn't do that that often. I didn't want to overuse magic. So, you know, it was just kind of like getting a couple of good attacks in getting out of the way of the M field and then just playing the slots over and over again. <laughs> um, 
which uh, I, I don't know. I think I've gotten like decently good at the slots. I'm level 23, 24, something like that at this point, okay. which uh, I certainly would have expected to be a lower level. It's always fun. Just like, oh, guess what? You randomly leveled up here. <laughs> Through Con- no merit of your own whatsoever. Congratulations. Zach is leveled up. Yeah. Even though, you know, you could hypothetically get XP from killing the things that were going to make you kill in these battles. But that no, are that would be silly. No, 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 no. Let's play the slots. Let's, uh, let's, <laughs> let's put it all on red. Um, and so, you know, we keep, uh, we keep going there. Uh, like I said, not a, like a terribly difficult fight. I didn't die here. It just took, it just took quite a while, which I don't know if I like those kinds of fights that like, I knew I was going to win the entire time without question. Like I knew I was not going to die here, but I also knew that like, okay, I guess I can't get up for like 10 minutes. <laughs> it's like, I have to, I have to just like sit here and, and deal with this. So I don't know. Um, I guess yeah, it's easier. As I famously like... say on the stream uh, at twitch.tv slash hard rock. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not hard. It's just long. Presented without comments. Um, Correct. Yeah. I mean, I'm, you know, I, are we talking about the umbrella or or Zach Short? I'm talking about or... some of these fights. Mm-hmm, yeah. A lot of the fights are not difficult. They just take a really long, like you have to just like hack away a little at a time because you're not doing the damage output that like ideally you would be doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and there did come a point in the game uh, for me, and I don't, I don't know how you'll get around this because. There is uh, an accessory you can get that breaks the, your damage limit so that instead of your limit being uh, 9999, it's 99999. Um, so, like, increases it by a factor of 10. And that is significant when you get to some of these enemies at the end of the game that have like six figures of hit points. Um, maybe the enemies in the actual game aren't as difficult. I don't know. Uh, but getting that accessory was a dramatic game changer for me because I'd be attacking these things and doing maximum damage. And it was just like so insignificant compared to the amount of health that they had Uh that even though I was doing everything right, there was just no way to make it go faster. And this was just from like something you got from doing missions or like in a chest randomly somewhere or Uh, the specific accessory that breaks the damage limit is definitely something you get in a mission. Mm, Okay. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you right now, we're going to find out how we do this (laughs) without that item. So um, we beat the robots. We are uh, hypothetically about to catch Hollander. We've done it. We've, we've done all the hard work. We have followed him through all of the streets of Junon. We really, we we really did good stuff here. Unfortunately, Hollander <laughs> has a get out of jail free card, wherein um, more Genesis slash Genesis copies fly in and take him away, and then we see again. I, I'm really getting shaky here, but we see the actual degrading Genesis right there mm-hmm. in Junon. Uh, love the aesthetic of like the big long cannon. Uh, Arn, I, I really the sister do. Ray. Yeah, I really do enjoy that. Um, takes me back to a to a simpler time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> truly. Uh, and so uh, we see the actual Genesis who is degrading. Those are the words that we use. Uh, I don't know if actually we say it, but the game says it. He also goes on like a nice little. He has a little monologue there too. So uh, you know, good for him. Still, still a bit of monologue in his degraded stage. Um, I hope that one day Zed, when I'm degrading or maybe I'm already degrading, I don't know, 
um, that I'm able, still able to monologue. That's that's really the hope. That's really the dream. I think maybe maybe Genesis is doing okay for himself. I don't know. Jury's out. I, it might be. Yeah, jury might be out. Um, and so you know he's out there. We're we're like, oh man, we really gotta kill Genesis. Hollander gets away again. Will we chase Hollander in another location as he releases robots and copies onto us? Probably. That's my guess. <laughs> Probably. Uh, who's to say though? Um, but right now we have more important things to do as we get to the end of this chapter and the beginning of the next chapter, which again, I like had to sit through because that was, I, I like can't, right. I didn't leave the game. And so I saw the cutscene. So let's talk about this very briefly because sure. first of all, it confused the hell out of me as <laughs> we continue forward, but also we get to see Aerith again. So basically immediately after this situation, um, you know, good job. Good job to us. We saved Junon. Well done. The citizens there are probably totally fine. They didn't have to deal with those 30 different baddies that I killed for them. Um, and we're off to the sector five slums to see Aerith at the church. And when we arrive, who should we see? But one of those little donkey cat things, uh, with the face, I don't, it's not really, I don't know what it, it's maybe bigger than that. It's like a Buffalo type. It's a weird animal. Um, okay. with the, fa- with the face of Angel. Oh, I know. Okay. I know what you're talking about. It's one of the, he like maybe kind of transformed into one of those creatures before. I think or... they call it like a griffin or something. Yeah. But, but it doesn't. It have... has wings. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. It could be a griffin. You lost me at donkey cat. <laughs> I'm going to send you like a book of animals for children and then we'll talk about whether. A okay. If the animal. Like a fish or a lizard next week. If the and, animal uh... that Angel's face was on is in the book that you send me, I will. <laughs> I am totally willing to walk back everything I said, but I guarantee it's not. So I do have two copies, unfortunately, of Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. So, uh. <laughs> I don't think that this uh I don't think that this particular beast with Angel's face is going to be on them. Uh it's just my guess though. Um although we did uh, we did talk about newts earlier. Uh so I don't know, a little little connection there. Um yeah, okay. Scamander's not losing any tails. I don't yeah. think he has one. No, no. Um I don't even know where to go. For, uh, okay. Well, uh, Anyways, big news Roth shows up. Angel's face is there. Angel's face is on this thing, okay? And yeah. I swear to God, okay, I don't, I really don't mean to be overly dramatic here, Zed, but I swear to God, the words that come out of Zach's mouth, direct quote, maybe Angel isn't dead. What? Okay, I am out here already fighting for my life trying to understand this story, okay? Mm-hmm. I am struggling as hard as one can struggle trying to follow this. And Zach is feeding me these lines of, is he really dead yet? I don't know. Bitch, you tell me! I don't know if he's dead yet! I have no clue! May- okay, I, I, I will say with with it, uh, Genesis, I'm totally lost on throughout the entire game. Angeal, I will say, I think it is obvious when it gets like reported that he's dead, that it's like a Shinra news cover up because he's gone rogue. Um, and I guess because the two of them are like in in cahoots, like Genesis and Angeal, you can presume the same thing is true about Genesis. But I think it's with Genesis, it's more complicated because there are all these copies Um and we did skip over the fact that Sephiroth shows up in Junon and he's like, we're not done. There's more Genesis copies all over the world. And Zach's like, how? I fought all the copies. And it's like, because, because they're copies, Zachary. Yeah. There can be more copies. Yeah. There can be copies of copies. Um, yeah, but uh, 
he finds out maybe maybe Genesis maybe Angeal's not dead. Um, and then he yells at the the Angeal Griffin cat donkey with the wings, um, and says, "Stay right there." I don't know what he thinks is going to happen. Yeah. Um, and every time you go into Aerith's church, you can interact with that creature. Like there's an option to talk to it, but you never say anything nice, which makes me sad because I think it's kind of cool looking and I want to be friends. I don't know if it looks cool looking. I do feel like it has kind of a, a creep factor. I think there's like something steampunky about it. Yeah. Okay. But it is, uh, it's, uh, it's odd. Yeah, um, the Angeal face definitely is off-putting. It also like uh, comes in and, and more or less fights something right at the beginning. I don't know. I cut the game off. The little like, robot, yeah. Yeah, the little robot that came in with a fight, and then we were. Uh, it was a very, you know, maybe cute moment depending on uh, how into it you are. But Aerith like runs over and hides behind us. Um, I just want to remind everyone that Aerith is yet again a powerful spellcaster. I don't. I don't understand where that got lost. My understanding is that this game came out well and truly after Final Fantasy VII. In Ten which, years, yeah. Ten years um, later. Guess what? Ten years ago, she was a great spellcaster and had a lot of power. Did did we forget? Did we like not remember that that what her powers were? That she was able to use them and harness them in a way that was productive to the entirety of the team? What happened? I, listen, I don't know what to tell you about when she discovered her her spell casting abilities. If between we do meeting not Zach see, and meeting Cloud, uh, if we do not see some kind of scene at the end of this game or in the future of this game that is Aerith discovering that she has powers and abilities, I'm going to be very upset. And if we do see it, I'm still going to be upset that they made us wait for so long. So <laughs> basically, I'm going to be upset regardless. Okay, of well, what as long here. as you know that for yourself. No, I do. Yeah, I do. Maybe, maybe that's at the end of all the little mini games and missions. Is Aerith finally discovering that she can she can participate in? Yeah, do that's something. what you get if you complete all 300. <sighs> well, you get a little not, party with Aerith. Not doing worth the not best worth. magic you've ever seen in your life. Yeah, I wish um, that would be incredible if we could if we could finally see that. Like, it's so boring playing as Zach all the time. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I, I, I cannot be alone in this, right? Like, he's all melee. He only has a couple different moves. Either we're swinging the sword or we're using the same, like, couple things of materia for every single fight. I want some I want some spice. I want some, you know, some kind of, uh, let's mix it up here a little bit. Give me a, give me a, a cannon for a hand or give me a long I mean, are stick. you switching up your materia at all? Or are you no. basically... See, well, part of your problem is your own problem. Well, but like have the material is like all the same. What is what's the difference between be using a, an ice material or a lighting material? Like there's no it's not inherently more fun one way or the other. It's not like we're, you know, it's not oh, time to try a blizzard material. That's going to really Every time I get new materia, I'm curious what it's going to do. But like how often am I getting new materia? I feel like not that often. I don't often. know. <laughs> Because yeah, not that often. Game extremely differently. <laughs> but I'll, like, okay, what what what's your favorite material? Is that you get a new material? Like, ooh, what this is going to be a game changer. Well, some have... of them are, frankly, um, and some of that does come through materia fusion. And fortunately, oh, no. I have the previously mentioned great uh, Mike helping me out with when I should be doing that and how to do it. Mm -hmm. um, but I've got a hold of it now. I did it. I've done it anytime I'm playing the game and he's not in the stream. I'm like, look at me playing this game all by myself wow. um, and figuring things out. Uh, I will tell you, I did look at my playthrough as we were chatting and I just got to where I saved at the end of chapter six, start of chapter seven playtime, 18 hours, 20 minutes. 
Yeah, I mean that's e- easily ten more hours. Yeah, than full I have ten played hours more than you have played the game point. at this point. That is an insane number. And I will tell you, with the uh, well, uh, probably an hour of that that is counted because it is several hours that were not counted is the materia pickup. Um, <gasps> but most of those hours, because I had, I would, ha- I would have mm-hmm. to like restart. Um, Oh no, I guess all that time did get counted because you don't have to reload the game. You just go do it again. Uh, yeah, no, actually a good probably two or three hours of that was the material pickup. It was a I, miserable time in my life. Yeah. I, you, you There's just, a reason I finished it off stream and recorded it. So there's that just I could no way. Tonight that I did it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, a good six or so hours of that is missions that you didn't do. No, and nor will I ever do them. Uh, you know, maybe we'll do maybe we'll do a little bit more if there's ever another week where uh, there's not many more chapters left. But if there's ever another chapter, you're like just one chapter plus missions. Okay, maybe we do a few more, but we'll see. You know, uh, uh, who knows? They're, I mean, they're not even fun. They're not even fun either. <laughs> like maybe if they, I don't know if there was something more interesting, but also we're like fighting the same things that we would normally be fighting in the game. Like it's not even like we're fighting oh different and unique bosses. It's like here are the same you know animals that are r- vulnerable to ice, or the same robots that are vulnerable to lightning, or whatever. The only the only positive thing here is that the vast majority of the time in these missions, <laughs> we're not fighting Angel copies or, or <laughs> Genesis copies or whoever. We're not you know. Uh, so we get a little bit of a break from that, but it's still kind of the same thing over and over again. I just want a little bit of spice, a little bit of uniqueness uh, that is, is just not present in most of those missions. So, uh-huh. um, and I think that's about as far as I got to the the very start of this chapter. It seems like we're going to be doing some more hanging out with Aerith, probably build a wagon for her because, you know, that's what we got to do. We got to put in the time to build a flower wagon. She doesn't have a flower wagon in remake, right? Like, am I, am I misremembering something? Um, I mean, she is when we very first see her, she's like standing in the middle of loveless street, um, selling her flowers. But I think just from a basket. Yeah. I didn't see a wagon. I don't, at least I don't remember a wagon. So I, bad. Uh, <laughs> so bad, I don't know. Listen, maybe after Zach died, she got too sad looking at the wagon and couldn't. It has to stay home. Did Zach a, die in a though? place of honor? I don't dreams. know. We don't even know. Well, is it more honor or dreams? I don't know. Probably the flower wagon. More, more dreams. Because I don't know. Does Zach even die though? Do we know that? I mean, in the in the original game, canonically, he is dead. Okay. Wow. In uh spoilers for remake, if somehow you haven't played remake and are still listening to this podcast, we talked about how at the very end of remake, we see that kind of like alter what seems like an alternate reality. Um, or we see the the scene of Zach and Cloud when Zach has rescued Cloud, which is from the original game, but it seems like Zach walks away rather than being violently shot to death as he is in the original game um and because we see that we also see that like the the mascot on the chip bag that blows by is different so maybe because they defeated uh destiny things have changed and so perhaps in this timeline zach isn't dead it's going to get interesting when Rebirth comes out uh, at the end of the year and we see where they're going with the story. But it is certainly not clear um, in the world of Remake if Zack is as dead as we thought he was. Um, and I don't know. 
because I have not finished the game yet and I wouldn't spoil it for you even if I had, I don't know if, I don't know where uh, Crisis Core exists in the realm of like reality, <laughs> like what reality we're in in this game. Um, and I don't know if that's different given that Reunion came out after the first part of Remake. I don't know if there's any rewriting involved in the story mm. with with regards to the implications of Remake. So that would I maybe guess we'll be see our next happens. re. We have Reunion, Rebirth, Remake, Rewriting. You know. That's a- <laughs> <laughs> our next three there um that i also have one one more pitch for you for how this could end uh make, you have a remark i have a maybe uh, maybe you know we're trying pretty hard there um, okay, <laughs> uh my pitch is uh, this would just clean it up perfectly zach copies <laughs> who says no <laughs> that would clean it up perfectly that would that would make more everything copies is what you want? more copies have a bunch of zacks be all over the place <laughs> it's not confusing enough that cloud has like taken zach's identity and telling no, the whole story no, no, zach no, no, is no. his own story Mm-mm. and was he in nibbleheim five years ago or was he not and who, who is knows? he and was he birthed from genova and we don't really know okay who knows? More Zach copies. Zach copies would clean it right up. Everything would make perfect sense from then on out. I, I really think that would like tighten a, a nice neat bow on the story. You know, got it. If copies okay. of everyone else. Why not Zach? Maybe it was a well, Zach we'll, copy we'll, at the end of the day. Uh, we'll take that to Yoshi P over yeah. at uh, Square Enix and see yeah. what he has. To We're say. spitting out good ideas here. Okay, I mean that's a that's good stuff. That's free too. You don't even have to pay for that kind of. That's, I mean, that's, I, you know, that's good stuff. All right. What other good stuff do you have going on, Adam? Oh my goodness. I feel like I'm just uh, yelling all over the place. So, um, I, I, you know, all over trying to keep myself busy. You can find me on Twitter at piano man, Adam one, uh, you know, that's, that's where I'll share all the stuff that's going on, but over at uh one of the podcast, we have reached the end of season one of Zoe's extraordinary place. We had the incredible Felipe on this last episode to do the uh, season finale. So go check that out. That was a ton of fun over there. Uh, talking doctor who with Kevin and Melissa, we are into uh, the uh, Donna Noble stage. We have just done partners in crime. So that's a blast. Um, Sarah and I will be back very soon to talk about how I met your father, uh, the second part of season two. So that's going to be fun over there. And then Todd and I are into the back half of our coverage of Schmigadoon season two. So that's also uh, been uh, such a blast over there. So a lot of stuff going on all over the place. Great. Uh, you can find me at Hard Rock Hope on Twitter and twitch.tv slash Hard Rock Hope playing the rest of Crisis Core. I may, I probably have finished the game by the time you're listening to this. Probably. We'll see how long those last uh, 10% of missions take me. Um, but I've been told not long, given how much stuff I've acquired at this point to just like barrel my way through the end of the game. Um, other than this, I was just a guest on Posha Recaps Theater talking about how to blow up a pipeline. Highly recommend both the movie and the podcast. Uh, you can find that on the Posha Recaps Theater feed or the main feed. Um, and I am finishing up coverage of Extrapolations with DJ LaBelle Klein. Our final episode will be out this coming week, covering the final two episodes of the show as we had to take a break last week. Other than that, um, the episode has now dropped uh, where I covered the final episode of Taskmaster Australia with Sean and Sarah over on Silent Podcast. Um, I think that's about it for next week, Adam. I realize I didn't say. Uh, I think you are just going to play one chapter again. Chapter seven the end of genesis uh, question mark question mark who knows
Yeah, it's like the game doesn't know, or it's certainly not going to tell you, not in a clear way. Um, So that's what we have going on next week. Uh, Play along if you want, Steam or PlayStation. Follow me on Twitch for end of game spoilers if you want them. And we will see you next week and find out if it is indeed the end of Genesis. We probably still won't. Probably not, yeah. Okay, bye! It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.